Hey, welcome to Launch Chat, where we answer your startup questions every single day. I'm your host, Jay Kerr, founder of LaunchPeer, and today we're going to be talking about how much of an MVP is too much of an MVP. <laughs> so, Philip from Rhode Island is on his way to building his first MVP, it looks like, and he lays out exactly what the product is, what he's trying to build, and talks about different ways that he's trying to strip it down to make it very, very lean. So we're going to be talking about how do you know when your MVP is too lean? Is there such thing as an MVP that's too lean? And how to know whether or not you're on the right track to building a minimum viable product for your startup. Today's question comes from Philip in Rhode Island. He writes in, I had an idea bouncing around in my head of creating a curated, invite-only, freelancer website where a company could submit their project scope, have a discovery call, and get matched with a small pool of thoroughly interviewed and vetted contractors. I was considering something along the lines of a basic few-page website that explains the process, a few static profile pages of designers and developers currently in my network, and two forms, one for freelancers to apply and one for companies to submit project requirements. Companies and freelancers, correspondence, contracts, payments, etc. would all be handled via other external services to start. So is this idea too stripped down? Do you think companies or freelancers would be interested in a much more curated recruitment process, but without a management platform, at least to start? Hey, Philip, thanks for your question. Honestly, to me, I feel like it's very, very difficult for a founder to tell me if a startup is too stripped down in the MVP version. Usually if they're even thinking that, they're on the right track because it's incredible today what you can do with technology. You laid out a bunch of different tools that you would use to kind of speed up some of this process, which is awesome. I think that's really, really great. The thing is for what you're trying to do, if anyone's listening to this and you're building MVP, all you need to really think about is whatever it is that I'm doing, whatever version of an MVP that I'm building, whatever product that I'm doing, does it solve the customer's problem? Think about it through the eyes of your user. I don't care what kind of technology the product's built on. I don't care how streamlined it is or how smooth it is. I care that are you solving the problem that I have or not? And if you're not, then that's a whole different conversation. But if you're cobbling together different things, if you're putting a website together, if you're making it manual to do some of these things that, yeah, sure, eventually one day you want to automate it, that that would be great. I think that's everyone's ideal goal is to make your entire business automated. But if you're doing some of that stuff manually, it's really not that big a deal as long as the user is still getting the solution that they're asking for when they sign up for your product. For example, when... We have founders sometimes who come to us and they want to build some complicated piece of technology, right? Well, the reason that they want to build the complicated piece of technology is because eventually one day it, it's going to need to be that in order to service 10,000, 100,000, a million customers at a time. Because if you have it manual, then it's not like you can go in and manually like manage every customer through Slack, manually take every support request, manually enter their information into a database. All of that stuff would be impossible to do if you had that many customers. But the first question I always ask our customers when they come to us to build some of these products is how many customers do you have right now? Like, are you already servicing people? And if the answer is no, then I say, okay, well, let's make a lean, stripped-down version of something that will solve the customer's problem first, 
get it out there, launch it, get your first few customers, and then start seeing what parts of the process you need to automate first, instead of trying to automate everything at once. Okay, so when you're going through and you're thinking through whether or not my MVP should be stripped down, just think, can I service a few customers with it almost completely manual? Okay, sure, it's gonna take more time. You might be working a little bit more than if you built it all, but time is money. So you have to decide right now as you're building this, do I wanna trade time for money in order to get by while I build my startup? And most of the time, that decision is going to be made for you. If you try to build a platform like this, and if it's a freelancer marketplace like Upwork or something, you could be spending hundreds of thousands of dollars to build a platform that does exactly the same things that they do. Do you really have the money to do something like that? Probably not, right? You probably have a few bucks, maybe a few thousand dollars, maybe a little bit more than that, but you probably don't have enough money to hire a team of 15 developers working full-time in your project for months, if not a year. And really, honestly, you shouldn't even be trying to do that in the first place if you don't have customers already. So what I recommended the founders that we work with is build as much of a stripped down version of an MVP as possible, where almost everything is manual, launch it, get a few customers and start looking to see which things are taking the most time out of your day and automate those things first. And then move on to the next thing that's taking too much time and the next thing. And as you get more and more customers, you'll start seeing where the gaps are. And when I work with founders, a lot of times they don't really know what they don't know. If you haven't launched yet, you don't know what parts of the thing are manual, which parts have to be automated, all of that stuff. So what you need to do is when you launch and you start looking at the ways that customers are using your service or the ways that you're manually fulfilling some of these things that you would normally have technology take care of for you, you're going to learn so much about what the customer wants, what problems they're really trying to solve and how you should actually solve those problems with technology. Now, another thing I want to bring up in terms of like building a stripped down version is that I hate it when founders waste their time building technology that doesn't need to be built. Okay. That is a huge pet peeve of mine. And a big reason why a lot of times when founders come to us for the first time, we're trying to actively convince them not to build certain things. So if a customer comes to us and they're building a brand new app, if they ask us like, hey, I want users to be able to register with Facebook and Instagram and Twitter and all of these things, the first thing I ask is, why? Is somebody going to decide not to use your platform because of that? Usually the answer is no. Like It's more of a nice to have than a must have. And so as you're going through and building your your startup, everything that you do about your business, whether or not, whether you're just starting out or you already have a product that's getting hundreds of thousands of customers or millions of users around the world, you should always ask yourself that question. Am I building this because it's a nice to have or a must have? And one day you're going to be able to build nice to have stuff. And that's going to be great. There's a lot of nice to have features in Facebook. That's because Mark Zuckerberg's a billionaire, can do whatever he wants. So that's awesome for him, but you're not in that position yet. One day, hopefully you will be, but until you get to that point where you can just blow money on features that are more nice to have stuff, it's going to take you a long time to get to that point. So you need to learn how to think through these things and realize that technology doesn't solve everything and technology shouldn't solve everything until you had the chance to learn how that technology should actually solve that problem. Okay. So anyway, Philip, good luck on your startup journey. I think the fact that you're even asking this question is a good sign. Like the fact that you stripped it down so much to where you're worried, that's like the sweet spot. Most of the time with founders that I've worked with who are in this position, 
as soon as you start getting on the cusp of being worried that it might be too minimal, that's when you're on target. Okay. You should be a little bit uncomfortable that it's a little too stripped down where you think that people might not use it. And the chances of that happening are pretty small if you're solving a problem that is actually one worth solving. Okay. So anyway, good luck. If you have any questions at all, uh, then email hello at launchpeer.com and we'll, we'll make sure to answer those. If you're listening to this and have questions about your own MVP or whether or not it's too stripped down, shoot us an email at hello at launchpeer.com. We'll answer your question over email. We'll answer it over the podcast and help you out. Thanks for listening to this episode of Launch Chat. I have two big announcements for you. First, if you haven't joined Launch Club yet, it's our private Facebook group that has tons of entrepreneurs and founders who are trying to build, launch, and scale their startups. The community is new and we're trying to get more and more founders into it. So if you're interested, go to launchpeer.club to sign up. Also, our team's writing a book and it's almost done. We hope to ship the book out in November. If you're interested, go to launchrecipes.com where we're profiling 40 of the biggest startups of the 21st century and really documenting how they went from zero to one customer, one to 10 customers and the exact tactics they used to do that. So if you want to claim your free book, go to launchrecipes.com.